All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the Dysfunctional Fitness Podcast. You're obviously joined today by myself, Matthew Hosking, and my good friend and co-host, Ben Bodycom. Right, we're getting into some prediction time. Uh, semi-finals is underway when this work, uh, episode comes out. So we're going to break down the European semis. We're going to do some little predictions. So we're going to look at teams, uh, the ladies and the men. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much the order of proceedings for today. So Benjamin, we'll get into it. Teams, who is making it and who is not? I mean, so uh, our last podcast, we went through all of the individual workouts. Uh, we haven't actually really sort of touched on the team workouts, in all honesty. Uh, but having looked at them, I don't think teamwork is sort of overly favoured, right? We've got two worm workouts um, and we've only got six total events. Like, yes, there is synchro stuff within those, but on the whole, it feels a lot more of an individual style uh, set of programming than, than, than I think you'd probably expect to see. Uh, so I know there are definitely some teams that are probably kicking themselves a little bit well not kicking themselves there's nothing they can really do about it but quite frustrated about the fact that you know it's just you know two pairs synchronizing on a particular workout that more, more than anything else yeah um you know and and again like you know one sixth of the test is um heavy weighted cleans uh the final test has a huge um barrier in terms of a barrier to entry in terms of a very high skill uh so that final test starts with 15 worm burpees 15 worm squats women complete one seated legless rope climb each men complete 10 strict chest to wall handstand push-ups and then they swap um that's a pretty big skill gap for athletes who have yet to be tested in you know their strict pulling strength from a sort of legless rope climb standard so I don't know whether the tests up to this point have really prepared those athletes for that, uh, which does mean that I think we're potentially going to get to that final event and we're going to sit there and just go, there's going to be teams in qualifying positions that maybe may not get through that first round. Uh, so I think it's going to be very interesting to sort of see, right, let, let's see what happens. They've obviously got three weeks to improve um, and try and, you know, ensure they can do those things. But, what you don't account for is, you know, cumulative fatigue over that whole weekend and seeing where they end up. But in terms of who's actually going to make it, uh, I, I think we've got some bankers in there that I think uh, are definitely, are definite in that regard. You know, no shortcuts CrossFit. Oslo Navy Blue uh, have said they've been doing a huge amount of work on their individual strengths because they're... Uh, weakest workouts in previous years, podiuming at the games past couple of years, coming second to Mayhem Freedom, have been in those individual events. So if they're not, so hopefully they've improved on that. Otherwise, this might be a very tough group of tests for them. I still think they'll come out on top of a rule because they're some really, really strong athletes. Um, but that is concerning. Uh, coming out of quarterfinals, we also had CrossFit Rotherham in third. We've already referenced uh, in the last podcast that their team makeup has changed a little bit due to injury. So it really does just depend how how these workouts look for their for their replacement in Alexandra uh, Dimitreo, I think it's pronounced. 
Um, CrossFit walleye athlete, uh, so that's Sam Stewart, um, Mia Hesketh, uh, and a couple of others. Um, a fairly strong individual team is kind of what I'm highlighting there. Joshua Vistrup's been to the games as well. Um, and An- Antonia Fat Kotulinski um, is also a very strong individual athlete. So I'm expecting them to do quite well in this group of tests um, because it sort of favours that individual bias. And and I think like CrossFit Prestander as well, uh, they've had um, their team, Alexander Alebro has been to the games before. Um, Hannah Carlson uh, was a individual semifinals athlete last year as well. Um, and Victor Langsved's on that team as well. So I, I think I'd expect them to do quite well um, in this. And, and I think if you take that top 10 from the... Um, from the quarterfinals, you've pretty much just got it matched up. Um, obviously, there have been some changes with injury, uh, BFG team training not being there. Um, from a UK standpoint, I think this is going to be pretty good for CrossFit Aylesbury. They've got two really strong females on the team. Um, the males are okay too, I suppose. But, uh, I'm, <laughs> uh, but, but I know that those two are very strong individual athletes as well uh you know i, th- I think they um definitely mads has qualified for some um individual comps uh over the summer as well so and, and blueprint uh team aod uh, a very they've got a very strong female in helen nutter um and a couple of really strong guys as well so i, th- I think that the weight that we've seen with a really heavy dumbbell snatch and the heavy cleans probably won't see as much of a barrier um, I think motion, um, in all honesty, we're probably hoping for some more worm workouts. It's like they're a very skilled teamwork team. Um, from what I've seen, I have no doubt that, that they're, they're great individual athletes as well. Um, you know, coming very close to qualifying last year with what I would say is you're not there. Um, uh, and, and having come fourth at the games a couple of years previously. Uh, they are a very strong team, but obviously their team makeup has changed a little bit since then. So interested to see if they can um, definitely be in the mix of the conversation uh, going forward as well. So yeah, it's going to be a... And, and I think this is the thing, is that with, with the tests that we've seen, those skill gaps and are, are going to be huge and you, you can't really hide people within this. Um, with just excessive amounts of teamwork and, you know, focusing on the worm, etc. Because you've got, uh, let me just have a quick look. Where even is it? Sorry, I'm, I'm at that point where I've got so many tabs open that I'm just uh, losing my mind a little bit. Uh, so you've got what, uh, in that final workout, four sets of 15 worm burpees and 15 worm squats, but they're more to just sort of jack your heart rate up a little bit. And they're not, I wouldn't say they're going to have much of an impact. That workout one, um, you've got 10 worm clean and jerks around, uh, and it's four rounds. So 40 worm clean and jerks. So across the whole of the team test, you have 60 worm squats and 40 worm clean and jerks which is a pretty big gap like it like that's not what i don't think uh, i don't think we're used to seeing such low volume on the worm at all 
Yeah, there's not. Yeah, as you said, there's it's way more broken down to. It's just more. It's unfortunate, but it's the way the way you look at it. It's just it's just going to highlight which team has the weakest individual, and that individual is going to be the one that holds a team yeah. back. And then all these workouts. Um, but yeah, I mean that just is what it is. That's what the programming uh, seems to be like. So you can't really do much about it. Um, but yeah, <laughs> surrender to the outcome. <laughs> so, <laughs> Uh, it's, yeah. so yeah I, I think i think it's still gonna be really interesting to watch of the events that we can watch um so but yeah we've we've like and i, I think that we've got a uh from the uk side of things like we've definitely got a, a strong group of teams um overall uh, to head there, I, I think if you look worldwide uh, and see the placings, you know, no shortcuts sitting in fourth overall, coming at, coming out of quarterfinals. Also, Navy Blue in eighth, uh, Rotherham were in fourteenth, Walleye and Prestanda were fifteenth and sixteenth, Anginas in seventeenth, with CrossFit Mertem in eighteenth uh, as well. So you'd kind of expect those to be your guaranteed ones that are going to push through. Obviously, um, with the exception from Rotherham as well. But yeah, team competition. Despite Matthew's views on it, I think it should be quite an exciting watch. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, cool. Lovely stuff. Right, we'll <laughs> move on to uh, the ladies. Um, yeah, I think what we're going to do, we're gonna, we've both got a list of people who we think are going to qualify. I think the easiest way to do it is let's just go down our list, one through 11, and, uh, yeah, just discuss who we've got there and why. And then, yeah, just that's it, really. Uh, right, let's get into it. So, Ben, who do you have number one in the ladies? I have. Right, let's uh, let's set the caveats out on this. This is with the assumption <laughs> that that tests four and five are both scored separately as one hundred points. Um, so that's the uh, run into the max snatch, uh, followed straight by the snatch into the run the the. Uh, snatch for reps into the run mm -hmm. i'm working on the assumption that is 100 points for each of those events which drastically alters the um the field i would say uh so mm -hmm. i have number one laura horvath interesting well guess what so do i <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> uh i think yes i don't think uh Anyone else is taking top spot. I know people are going to point towards the uh, wall-facing handsome push-ups. But I mean, one, it's only 20 reps. Obviously, it could be a deficit. We don't know the small print, but uh, I'll be shocked if that uh, is going to be like a thing that holds her back. Yeah, she, like worst case, she does it that badly. She comes second overall, but I'm pretty sure she's taking the win overall. Uh, people forget she also beat Mal O'Brien, who's literally pipped to be the next champ this year. She beat mound four of the five workouts and quarters so laura's pretty good just put it that way um so yeah i think laura's gonna not have a comfortable win but i'll be very surprised if she yeah is struggling basically so yeah no real differences there i think yeah here you go i see you uh, your head yeah yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah, no, I, I, I think I, I'm, I'm not expecting even with the, you know, I think we highlighted last time the huge amount of pressing that's going on within this competition. I think from both of our standpoints, like we're not expecting that to hold Laura back at all. No. Um, 
I mean, obviously, we don't know how egregious the mismeasurement for the uh, strict wall-facing handstand push-ups was yeah. in quarterfinals. That yeah. allegedly happened at uh, Laura's gym um, where they did the quarterfinals. But yeah, I'm, I'm expecting her to come through and smash it and do, do really, really well. Yep. Second? Second place. I have gone for... Some people deem her the queen of CrossFit. Annie Thoros daughter, I think, is going to take second Ooh. place. Um, okay. The reason for that, let me just get up the uh, other leaderboard, is because, well, she took sixth in quarters. I mean, that's pretty solid. And really, if you look at her finishes, let me just move this out of the way. Her worst finish was that crossover workout by quite a bit uh, relative to all the other top ladies. So that knocked her down overall points-wise a bit. So those aren't coming up in semis programming. And it's Annie. She's got loads of experience. She's actually got 12 games appearances. Did you know that? And one of those is a team. So 11 individual. Um, that's pretty crazy. Madness, isn't it? And yeah, Madness. I just, again, she's a beast. And I think it's more the experience side of things. Uh, she's just so used to it. And she's a great competitor. So I, And none, none of these events are that bad for her. She's pretty good at snatching. For those who know when she went head-to-head with her tier, was it tier? Yeah, mm. at the uh, games. It was indeed. On the max snatch. Um, so that workout, as you said, if it's 200 points, be pretty good. She's a decent runner. Uh, so that, those two events about to go very well for her. Um, again, there's nothing out there that's I think is going to hold her back. So I think she will be taking second. I've gone with Gabby Magawa. Fair. It's, Fair. Not, it's not difficult. It's, yeah, no. it's, it's like second out quarterfinals. Um I think she's changed how she's training this year. She's training with Laura. Um, I think that can only do good things for her. Uh, I think they're doing... I don't know whether they've officially announced that they're... Like, allegedly, Kristoff is a coach this year, but mm. um, I don't know whether... Because obviously, Laura follows programming from Ben Smith. I don't know whether whether Gabby's doing something similar, potentially. Mm-hmm. Um so because because it, it looks like they're doing a lot of workouts together as a group um so i'm i'm expecting her to have taken a step on from last year she had quite a disappointing games performance which i think is what sort of inspired this change so uh despite having an event win at the games last year i, I think she wants to change she wants to be chasing that sort of top five position uh and I think in order to do that she's gonna have to showcase her skills at semi-finals and put herself in a very strong position yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say last year was that disappointing. She came eighth, so um... I think I think for her, like they they had the whole all gas no breaks. Mm. You know, um, it felt like it. She was trying to do a podium push. Yeah, and then came away in eighth. I, I think there were definitely some disappointing finishes within there. Fair enough. Yeah, she came sixth the year before. So I suppose if you come sixth the year before, you probably think if you're going to build on that, then a podium's in sight. So yeah, uh, taking eighth, I suppose, in their minds, is a bit of a step back. Um, I think well, the yeah, go the on. only thing I will say is that I, th- I think historically her ring muscle ups haven't been that great. So what happens when you put ring muscle ups plus a um, plus a ring complex and mm. a go ruck as well? That'd be quite interesting to to sort of see how she's able to contend with that. Yeah, I'm just trying to find because didn't she do very well at um, Rogue? I'm just trying to find that leaderboard. I think she came. Did she get uh, switch divisions? 
I think she was on the. A shame if memory serves, she was on the podium. Yeah, maybe 2021, oh, okay. she was on the podium. Take it back. Maybe. I, I, I yeah, do yeah. agree. I, I, I envision, there's a, I swear there's a picture of her on the podium. So it might have been the year before 2021, maybe. Yeah. Because I feel like yeah. there is. Um, switch divisions again. Yeah, she came third in 2021 behind Tia and Annie. Yeah. She actually beat Laura in that competition. So, yeah, she's pretty good, <laughs> put it that way. Um, is that the one right. that the Laura is that the one that zero Laura uh, zero Laura Laura zeroed on the uh, handstand push-ups? Uh, no, that was this year. Um, Do you know? No, that was no because it was when it was inside. Was that? Uh, oh, that was that, that was even like that was ages ago. That was twenty nineteen. Yeah, that was the first uh, Rogue Invitational. That was ages ago. I'm talking about twenty twenty one. Gabby came. Uh, third. I don't know what. Let's see if the events are up. Well, they won't say what the events are though. Well, she took a nineteenth yeah. in event six. So whatever event six was in twenty twenty one, Laura came second last. Uh, probably yeah, included some it. type of handsome push up. My guess would be I'm trying to work out. I can't from memory yeah. remember what the events were that year. Um, no. What were the events that year? Can't remember because I know the last event was the snatch, uh, the duel, whatever it was. Yeah, the uh, the dub snatch and like put your or put your bag on top of the pedestal and run to the finish. But I can't remember what event six was. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, we gave off track. Um, <laughs> right, go to number three. I've just got well, I've gone for Gabby. So I mean, really spoken. And I've I, yeah for this for the flip, I've done. I've gone for I've gone for Annie. Oh, so so there you go. So yeah. top three very similar. Yeah. Uh, yeah, cool. Right, moving on to fourth place then. I've gone for uh, Jacqueline Dolstrom. Interesting. Um, reasons being, she uh, well, she took nineteenth in quarters this year, but really that crossover workout was just a massive um, like sticking point for her. I suppose that just like pushed her down the leaderboard loads based off her finish. She would finish way higher if that type of event wasn't there, or she or she could just do crossovers, and crossovers aren't coming up. So again, I think she'll place pretty well overall. Um, and also, uh, I was going to say, well, she won her semis last year at Sid, so she's got experience at semis, and she actually won it, which is always um, a good bonus. So she's got, uh, yeah, good vibes going into a semi final. Obviously, she's now going to go up against a lot deeper of a field, so that's why the wind's probably maybe out of reach against some of the people she's going up against. But yeah, I think yeah, fourth is respectable. A top five definitely on the cards for her, I think. Uh, who have you gone for, Ben? I've gone for Karen Frey over and forth. Interesting. I think that she is an incredibly strong athlete. Um, and I think that the way that these tests are set up play into that sort of that side of her strength. So I think she'll do very well. Um, I don't see any real major skill gaps, um, even on the gymnastics side of things. Like you take a look at quarters, she came 30th in both the sort of opening 9-15-21 and the closing 21-15-9. Um, and I think that's good enough. Plus with the other interference of, uh, she'll be impacted less by the other interference in in those events that we've got similar this time around. Uh, mm. So yeah, I, I think she'll do very well. I'm expecting to see a huge time from her on Linda. 
uh, unless she has she isn't great at dumbbell bench but obviously we we see that so little in competition like I, I went back and looked i think the last time we saw it properly was probably the pump sash triplet in uh waterpalooza a couple of years yeah. back yeah yeah i went back through to have a look at that and see who placed quite well there uh, and there's one athlete that uh tells me they placed quite well so i think she, they could do very well in this. Um, but I put them a little bit lower, but we'll come to that a little bit later. Fair enough. Well, we'll get to it, but I put her in 10th. So we both have her in our top 11, but I just put her a bit behind uh, a few of the other ladies who are come up on the list. But yeah, fair points. I agree. I think she's had three appearances at the games as well. So again, yeah. Um, yeah. Right, cool. Number five, I've gone for Emma Tool. Uh, I don't think that should be too surprising to most people. I mean, no. well, that that might suggest different. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think she uh, yeah. is yeah pretty solid. I don't see anything on the program that's come out that's gonna really trip her up. I don't think. Um, where's the? She came third in quarters this season, um, and like very very consistent finishes. Like her worst finish, like she literally had a fourth and eighth of uh, a ninth and an eighth and her worst finish was a 29th in the first workout which to be fair some could argue that had quite a lot of pressing endurance um and uh that is a that is a big theme in these semis so you could argue mm, it might not bode well for her um but that again compare that to i don't know it's only 20 uh wall facing handstand push-ups so again i don't think, I don't think that's going to derail her and like cost her a ticket to the games basically so yeah i think she's stands a pretty solid chance of doing quite well who do you go for emma mcquade oh uh yeah oh <laughs> uh no i i think yeah emma mcquade will do fine like she had a pretty difficult quarterfinals i think um she was sick or something similar and still put up a really solid um overall placing you know it was only sort of impacted by similarly that crossover event and the road ghd obviously we don't have a huge amount of trunk flexion here which would have been the sort of limiting factor on that because i think she's fit enough to hold them to a decent pace on the rower so expecting her to do very well and um make it back through i didn't realize she was 33 Oh, really? Yeah, fair enough. What a yeah. beast. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I think she'll do very well. Um, size lends itself to a lot of the pressing stuff as well, and she's a very good presser. I think she'll be okay throughout mm. this. Uh, well, that makes my next one easy, because number six, I went for Emma McQuaid. So, we pretty much got her similar, <laughs> similar spot. I just got the two Emmas next yeah. to each other. Uh, but yeah, same points. Like, yeah, it was the um, yeah, I agree. The uh, where is it? Um, yeah, just the crossover workout and the rowing GHG one just held her back quite a bit. But again, we don't really have those type of stimulus turning up. It seems like in these uh, workouts, so I think she's going to be fine. But yeah, right. Who do you go for number six? In sixth, I went for Jacqueline Dahlstrom. Uh, very strong gymnastically. I think that'll carry it through um, to this. Didn't have as good a showing in quarters as I think she wanted to. Um, she did sort of say, okay, yeah, I was I was expecting to do better. 
um where she landed she ended in 19th mm. so i think she was like obviously that's a little bit concerning from her standpoint but um i think overall like the tests work out quite well for her on the whole and again like her worst event was um the crossover one again and we're not seeing that so it shouldn't be too much of an issue for her at all cool Right, number seven. I've gone for Matilda Geyers. Um Yeah, I think she's what? <laughs> no, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying that. We are, we are very similar <laughs> oh, on cool. a lot of these. <laughs> um, yeah, she came nineteenth at the games last year. Again, I don't think anything in this programming is really gonna trip her up. Um, yeah. She came 14th in quarters. Uh, the one that did hold her back, though, quite a lot was the wall facing workout to start with. She did yeah, have pretty much yeah. the worst finish by a mile out of literally, if you scroll down, she got the worst finish out of the top 28 um, people. So that's not maybe the best sign, but again, that's just one workout, and I think everything else should be fine on. So, yeah, and I, I think to sort of build on that, because um, I've got her in eighth as well um she had a very strong showing in the off season in dubai like one poor event there um that put her that and that was just a lifting one um mm. but i think she'll have put some numbers on her on the strength side of things overall um so i'm expecting to see her do very well going into going into this um i had emma tall in seventh uh, i think you and i are fairly aligned on how um she will do uh here like she tends to turn up and perform she plays pretty well at waterpalooza in the off season as well um so expecting to see her carry that through this year as well lovely stuff right uh number eight i had uh turi helga daughter um well i already say that i I can almost guarantee you she will come higher than that but (laughs) Like, like, just absolute sleeper. Like, uh, just yeah, yeah, yeah. She'll be, um, she'll be fine. Yeah, honestly, people. Uh, well, I think we sent this up a few podcasts ago, but uh, eight appearances at the games, and one of those was on the team. But yeah, seven individual appearances, and like no one ever talks about her at all. Like that's just ridiculous. Um, Absolutely, yeah, same. I think she's pretty much gonna. Not have a comfortable competition, but yeah, I don't think there's any danger of her missing out. I think she's yeah going to make it pretty straightforward. I Agreed. I don't know what else to say. Agreed. So, yes. Yeah. Right. Who do you have? Uh, in eighth, I've got Matilda Garns, as we've already referenced. Um, I'll move on to ninth. Um, and the reason that I've placed this person in ninth above Terry Hulgadot, who I've got in tenth, is that uh, I think that Sarah Sigmund's daughter will do quite well on the strength tests mm-hmm. she had an apps she won linda in 2018 i don't think her absolute strength has really gone anywhere uh nor has her strength endurance i think the major issue that she's had is her capacity to showcase her maximal strength um which will only appear in the snatch but i think because the snatch is a little bit more technique driven i think she'll be fine on the whole um i'm not expecting there to be anything similar to what we saw last year where she clearly was trying to hit some numbers that she wasn't ready for yet. Um, similar to what happened, I think, at Waterpalooza this offseason as well. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I think she'll 
she's got everything ready to go uh, and so she'll place in ninth and get back to the games nice um yeah right i'll go well my ninth was karen Freover, which i touched on earlier so i'll skip to uh my 10 so i had sarah in 10 sarah simmons daughter like you said that she's gonna do very well on the strength test Way too similar um <laughs> and yeah i think she yeah she's not gonna have it locked up by any means like she could might not make it but yeah. i think the way the programming's laid out this year is definitely lean towards well in in her favor so yeah i think she's gonna sneak in um yeah who do you have in 10 uh in 10th i have tori helga daughter i as i said i guarantee she will come higher than that but uh, scrolling through the list and going okay where are these people going to go i i think you you end up just placing people where they are um yeah so yeah it's uh, i think i think she'll place a little bit higher um and we'll just have a very steady weekend with no major issues the uh, like again I, I think i've only placed it so low because those back-to-back snatch events might not be great for her. Mm-hmm. Um, she's not like even though like she's a relatively small athlete. I know she's represented Iceland uh, at weightlifting, but relative to her size, like I don't think she's necessarily got that ability to do the power up side of things. Mm-hmm. Cool. I am right. fully prepared to be proved wrong though. <laughs> Uh, cool. Final spot, the big one, the one that will be pretty much on the line going to that final event. Who have you gone for? I have gone for Oihana Moya. Oh my gosh, I'm the same <laughs> with two similar. That's fine. <laughs> right, okay, right. We need to get we need to get out of this echo chamber. Okay, we are... it's, just, it's just too much. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, to, to give some background, uh, had a very good off season in Dubai, a less good off season in Wadapalooza. But when you consider the fact that she'd done Dubai like a couple of weeks before, kind of makes sense with that cumulative fatigue. Um, very strong place in quarterfinals. I'm expecting this to be her first year that she's able to make it through to the games. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm interested to see what she's able to do. Yeah, I agree. Same thing. And also, well, I was looking at basically it was a toss up for me between her and uh, Andrea Solbig. But in the, it was basically the strength test uh, in the clean and jerk one. Yeah. Uh, Mora literally did very, very well. She came 10th and Andrea Solbig, I think, came like 65th. So sort of that was literally what just decided before, before me between putting them at 11 or 12. Um, but yeah, and the way the programming's laid out, there's a bit more of a strength biased. So yeah. I think it might suit uh, Ohana Moya a bit better. So, yeah, very interesting. Love that. Good diversity from us on that first one. <laughs> uh, hopefully the, uh, hopefully the men's side will be a bit more controversial. Who uh, Have you got anyone who uh, you suggest that people should look out for? Because uh, I've, got, I've, got yeah, I've got two names that I don't think we've referenced that I think... Uh, will be flirting with that um, 11th place position. If we say the same names, I actually give up. Um, <laughs> um, I mean, I mean one... One, of, one of them I think is fairly obvious, mm, but well, is a rookie fairly obvious. who wasn't able to compete last year in quarterfinals due to uh, not submitting scores at a particular time because um, of daylight savings. 
which is an antiquated measurement of time and we should probably be moving away from daylight savings but that's for a different uh podcast <laughs> um i've got manon angonese as a potential dark horse to make it have you also uh, do, do you think also manon angonese uh yeah yeah she's outside of my uh top 11 but she is on my uh on my database so yeah i agree she's up there she wasn't the name <laughs> I mean, she wasn't, she, she I mean, wasn't the name i was thinking of but she is on my uh like out just outside okay this. i mean yeah, yeah i I'm like sure. I, I think i think let's let's highlight the people that we've missed out here uh i think we both missed solving Segura daughter uh who made it to the games last year has shifted across to the training plan, has moved back to Iceland to train at Cross of Reykjavik um, after training with the program at, uh, on Mallorca. Uh, so I wouldn't be surprised to see her there. Very strong athlete. Um, I just don't think that her gymnastics capacity sort of lends itself to the, the style of programming that we're seeing. Um, would you echo that sentiment? Yep, I would. But they're not, yeah, uh, well, I'll tell you someone who also they might have overlooked is, um, I'm going to absolutely butch, butcher her name, but uh, Elena Karatala. Elena Bunga. Yeah, that's it. Oh, um, no, Elena Karatala Sanahoya. Yeah, her. That's it, yeah, the Spanish lady. I, um, thought, you, I thought you were going to talk about Ella Bunga. Oh, well. no, no, no. Um, because, well, she did very well in quarters and... Yeah. Really, the only workout that literally uh, let her down was the road GHD one by a lot. Like she got the worst score by miles out of all the top scores. Um, so I really put her out. Um, and then she's actually come uh, in her last few semis. She's actually finished. Well, she finished seventh last year at semis. So it's not like she was far out of making it when it was just a five person. Yeah. Yeah, one. Yeah. So I think she's got some experience being in that position, fighting for a spot. So if she's in that same position again, I don't know, maybe the experience will help her. And she might sneak in. So I think she might be one to look out for. Um, I did have um, Amy Kringle on there, just as a shout out to the to the UK gang. Um, but uh, the reason I kept it out was because she did very, very well on the crossover one. And again, that was such a niche little workout at, at the time when it came out. Not everyone was proficient in that jump rope skill. And she definitely took that advantage and helped her finish quite well in quarters. Um, which means not taken away from other like of the workouts, but that's obviously not coming up uh, in semis, so she might not have that advantage. Yeah, and her worst place finish was that first event um, mm. in quarterfinals as well. Uh, she had a mixed bag in the off season as well. I think she did Waterpalooza and Dubai. Uh, Waterpalooza, like, I don't think she placed anything to chat home about, and was sixteenth in Dubai as well. So, like in a similar sort of field against this group of athletes who is like with with some notable omissions like she wasn't able to to get to the close to that top 10 which I, th I think is sort of like a a yardstick for where you need to be um taylor howe was also at dubai unfortunately had to pull out because of injury so and, and i think the thing is because she's been taylor howe probably has been competing with any number of injuries over the past couple of years, it's been very difficult to know, okay, like, are we seeing the best of her right now or are we seeing the best of what she's actually capable of? Um, so it's a little bit hard to make sort of judgments based on that, I think, from my perspective. Um, cool. 
Right. But one. I've got one more. All right, go for uh, it. If you scroll down all the way on the quarterfinals leaderboard to 61st, you will come across a 19 year old Norwegian called Lea Storren. Um, she had a very good. Mm. When my. There we go. She had a very good set of results that was impacted by the strength event. She came second in workout one, ninth in workout two, 24th in workout four, and 23rd in workout five. 414th on the strength test is not ideal, but will she do better with a snatch than she will with a clean and jerk? I don't know. Will she be able to hold the pace on Linda? I don't know. But it will be very interesting to see if she's able to set some really good times from that first heat uh, and move her way up throughout the weekend, sort of being contentioned by come Sunday or mm. at least be in the conversation come Sunday. Yeah, that's a that's a good shout. That's a deep cut right there. Um, yeah, fair enough. That'll be very interesting. Um, and again, it depends, as you said, like how the scoring works. Because that's 250 points might uh, work out a bit better for her. So on the snatch one. If she's only like yeah, yeah. limitation. So yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Interesting to see. Right. On to the men. Uh I wonder if we'll be a bit more different on this one. <laughs> no, I don't think we will. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, we'll see. Uh right, I'll start off. Well, should I start off with the men then, number one? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh I have BKG, the European GOAT. Uh He's going to take a win. Um, I mean, to be fair, the top three I've got, any of three of them, I think are going to win. But I don't know. I just prefer BKG, so that's pretty much what I went for. Should we? Uh, <laughs> should we? Should we skip the skip the trepidation? Um, I've also got BKG in first. I've got Yonikowski in second. I've got Lazar in third. <laughs> okay, I've got I've got second, third, different. I've got Lazar actually coming second and Yonikowski coming third. But yeah, again, same same as a woman. We've literally got the same top three and the same thing. First place the same and second, third just flipped. That's a good start to the difference between uh, the men and women picks. I think the the only thing the only thing I'll say about Kofsky is he rocked up to Sid last year and just did not look himself. Mm. I think he'd I think he'd had the flu or COVID or whatever. Um, a man did not look who he was, and then rocks up to the last chance qualifier and absolutely smashes it out of the park. So I think as long as we have a healthy Yonikowski, we should be fine, and yeah. he'll absolutely smash it. Yeah, he's a beast. All right, let's hopefully get a bit more interesting then. Uh, fourth place, I went for Fabian Benito. Ooh, <laughs> yeah. ooh, uh, ooh cheeky. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, yeah. So he obviously won quarters in Europe. He's been on a bit of a tear this like season. Obviously won Dubai. Shout out for Kowski. Can't lock out a lunge. And, um, <laughs> uh, poor guy. Poor, honestly, poor guy. Uh, but yeah, so Fabian somehow won that event out of nowhere almost. And yeah, he's, I don't know, he seems to have found something basically. He'd like win quarters in, <laughs> Sorry, I don't know. It's, it's true. He's, he's found something and he's just started putting it in his veins and he's just, well, he's just ready to go. Well, I wasn't saying that. That, that is, that's, that's what, that's what I heard, man. <laughs> I didn't that's what I like heard. that. Jeez. <laughs> If someone's listening to and taking offence, that is 
Ben Bodycom's opinion, not mine. <laughs> it's not. It's not my opinion. It's very clearly a joke. Um, I'm sure he has been tested multiple times throughout the year. <laughs> oh dear. Um, but yeah, he was like close to retiring. Uh, he says, like the, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, before the buy, and suddenly he's just tearing it up. So I don't know. Maybe just got some good programming. Finally, who knows um anyway so he's in uh my fourth place pick um yeah seems to be pete seems to be doing very well so it'd be interesting if he can carry that forward uh in in-person semis against all the other big dogs in europe uh but yeah who have you gone for ben right well i referenced my caveat of two 100 point events previously uh that would in turn mean we essentially have three events that are strength weighted right that would in turn mean that i have put bronislaw alenkovic in fourth <laughs> okay <laughs> uh, yeah, because sure. the man will walk his 800 meter snatch uh his 800 meters going into a snatch and then hit a 145 quite comfortably and definitely get 100 points on that event uh and I'm expecting something similar to happen in the second event where he can go touch and go the whole way through and hold it. Um, he said that this is the first year that he's, quote, training as a CrossFit athlete. Mm -hmm. And in all honesty, if you look at quarterfinals, like you can see him, you know, putting that to work. Uh, his worst event was the Row GHD. Obviously, that's the longest event. So I'm expecting him to not have a great first event, but I, I think depending on the way that that first event is set up, uh, he might be in a slightly better position where he's able to just hold on to the... Um, uh, he's able to use the sled or hand-over-hand -hand pull as a separator um, more than anything else, which should help him place quite highly. Interesting. Is my opinion. Fair enough. Uh, right, moving on to number five. I've gone for Moritz Weibig. I think he's going to make it back again. Uh, was he a rookie last year, I believe? Yeah. Yes, he was. He got yeah, cut, yeah. though. Yeah. So Coming out, yeah. Uh, wasn't his best showing. No. Um, but that, like him getting through last year, he won that final event at Lowlands, mm. which I think was the 40 cal echo bike into bar muscle ups into overhead squats at 10 at 100 kilos. Went unbroken on the overhead squats to end it. Probably bodes quite nicely for uh, the final, uh, the penultimate event that we've yeah, got yeah. here. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Um, yeah. And then again in quarters, finished ninth. And again, the only worker that held him back was a crossover one compared yeah. to everyone else in the like high finishes. He literally had the, the second worst finish or third worst finish out of pretty much the yeah. top. I don't know, like 20 people. So, yeah, again, that that's not coming up. So, yeah, I think he's going to have a good run. And, yeah, I think a fifth place is definitely on the cards. Like, definitely a middle-of-the-pack type finish in that top 11. Uh, who have you gone for? Yeah. Uh, I've gone for Fabian Benito. Um, nice. In fifth. So, I think he'll do quite well. And then um, we've already covered him, obviously. So, you said uh, that my, my fourth place was interesting. You put him one spot lower. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. I was, I was saying it was interesting because I knew that who I'd gone for. Oh, okay, um, yeah. And then in sixth, I've got Moritz Feivig. Uh oh, So yeah, brilliant. like obviously, like I, I think yeah, 
God, <laughs> we really we need we need some diverse opinions here, man. <laughs> um, in many senses of the phrase, but yeah, it's a. Um, yeah, I've Moritz in sixth. I, I think he, like he's um, been able to focus a lot more on his training this year, from the sounds of it. Uh, interested to see what he's able to put together, and I think he'll do quite well. Mm, nice, right? My sixth place. Seven. I oh, I haven't done. Oh, sorry, yeah, sorry, six. sorry. Yeah. Uh, I went for Enrico Zanoni. So um, obviously, last year again, he was also a rookie, but. I mean, being a rookie, you think you probably would have improved a bit. Uh, I can't remember where he finished last year. Obviously, he would have come top five, obviously, at semis to get in, but I can't remember where he placed. I can't remember uh, which semis. Was he at Sid or was he at Lowlands? He was at Lowlands. Okay. He was at, uh, I think he was, yeah, he was at Lowlands and placed fifth. Uh, and then at the games, he was 29th. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, so he just missed the cut. So he didn't have like the best uh, showing there. But um, yeah, I think another year under his belt. I think he's quite young, isn't he? I suppose he's like my age. I don't think he's ever had that. Uh, he's 25. So, yeah, so he's one year older. But yeah. How so... did he accrue that many points? So I'm, I'm just looking back at his uh, at his games and yeah, he did. He did not do skiing stuff. He did terrible. He, he didn't do great oh, on the Back to back 30. He did back to back 39th place finishes. Um, same on hat trick. Yeah. Uh, so 39th there as well. Those are two um, very different. He definitely well, like on the swim and swim in the hat and hat trick. Yeah, and and also took very a 38th events. on that's the pain. took a 38th on the capital as well. Oh, that's not so. Good. <laughs> Ouch. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. Um... I mean, still well, fair enough to still come 29th. That's uh, pretty impressive. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He had a. Yeah, uh, where else? He had a 10th place in Elizabeth Elevated, which again, like, he's, oh, so he's very... Probably good at, yeah, he's probably good at pressing then. Exactly. Mm. Um, and also had a 4th in Echo Press as oh, well. Okay, yeah. So, yeah, there we go. So <laughs> he'll, he'll, make it, he'll make it through, but he might get cut, <laughs> is, is what we're saying. <laughs> um, yeah. Cool. Right. Uh, yeah, 7th place. Who do you have in 7th then? 7th? Uh, I've got um, Henrik Hapalainen, uh, which I've helpfully written Henrik Hapalappen, but it's obviously Henrik Hapalainen. Um, uh, similar, I, I think Henrik is our new sort of three on the male side. Just sort of seems to turn up, places very well in the sort of longer events. Uh, won the opening event at Sid last year, I think, or came second. Uh, I think he was just been out by Ludwig Hansen, potentially. Um, he's quite a very much an aerobic athlete but also is quite a big guy so he's able to sort of manhandle the weights a little bit better as well um a strong contender and i think he'll do very well indeed mm. um and just sort of sneak his way through potentially well i'll let you know now i didn't even put him in my top 11 he uh wow. yeah savage uh he did awful not awful but he didn't do great on the um first event and quarters which had depressing focus he just had the worst score pretty much of everyone in the top mm, 28 people um mm. by quite a bit as well it wasn't like just a bad score he was like three minutes behind some of like the top guy scores that's quite a lot um yeah yeah it's a fair point he'll do pretty well in that first test probably on um but yeah i don't know and then also again the row one that type of test isn't 
I mean, would you say the row warms and aerobic tests from courses or more the trunk flexion? Um, I know, a bit of both, I suppose. I think, but yeah, yeah, it's a bit we're only game we're saying. only game one of those tests. Now it'll be test one, but again, it doesn't have the trunk flexion, so I don't know. It'll be close. He'll be on the edge. Like if he just misses out, I think it'd be like a twelfth or something. But yeah, I didn't, I didn't put him on top eleven. Unfortunately for him. Hmm. Uh, cool. Right, well, seventh, I went with uh, oldest Upenix. So yeah, <laughs> I don't really watch that. He's just he's a pretty. Uh, I mean, he's had three appearances at the games now, so he's becoming a yeah. a constant. So yeah, uh, he took twenty first last year at the game. So again, that's a decentish finish, or just outside the top half. So it's just pretty solid, very well rounded, obviously. And yeah, I don't think anything in that's come out. The programming is gonna uh, really trip him up. So um, yeah, like obviously the strength he's... test might, but again, we don't know how it's going to be scored and. He's not like his running could be pretty good. So, uh, wasn't it Shuttle's overhead where he just uh, literally just sacked off the jerk and was like, "I'm just going to literally win the, the run." Yep. So yep. he could do. He could do, like for especially for part two of the snatch run event. Doesn't it, like literally doesn't matter where he gets on uh, part one of the max snatch. So yeah, because you just make yeah, it up yeah. basically. So yeah, I think he's going to come seventh. Cool. Uh, I've obviously got Henrik Kapalainen in seventh. Uh, I've got Aldis in ninth. Okay, and just ahead of him, I've got Georgios Karapas. <laughs> You've uh, got Karapas in ninth, haven't you? <laughs> no, I've got, I've, no, I've got, no, I've got my, yeah, I've got him in eighth. I've got exactly the same. Like, yeah, he's oh, um, uh, workout from Sid last year: twelve ring muscle ups, uh, pistols, and hang power snatch. He won. Uh, did he win that event or come? Second, uh, he did very, very well. He might have won, um, I think. Yeah, It'd be a bit random if you remembered him coming second, but not the winner. No, because I know he win. did it in in the previous heat. Oh, um, okay, I see, I see. Yeah, um, so I was, I wasn't sure whether he'd. Uh, yes, no, he did. Yeah, he won it. Um, okay, he won workout two there. Uh, cool. Yeah, that's very him. Uh, he's also very strong. Um, he hit 321, 321 pounds on the complex last year. Uh, despite the fact uh, you, he's also just fresh off uh, winning the Athens throwdown where somebody snatched 155 kilos. <laughs> just throw that out there. Not him, uh, but Giannis Papadopoulos yeah. uh, hit 155. Absolutely insane. Doesn't even have knee sleeves on. Does it in some Metcons. What? <laughs> Anyway, sorry. <laughs> yeah, that was mental. <laughs> Needed to get that out there. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely insane. Um, and it's obviously because it's in a small European competition, it gets absolutely zero coverage across mm. the rest of the CrossFit community. And that's what we made this podcast for, to shout about those things. And it's an absolute crime that I've forgotten until now to mention it because it happened about a week and a half ago. <laughs> but anyway, I'll stop talking ridiculously fast. Georgios Caravis did very well. Uh, I think he's very good. Um He'll have like some sort of middling event finishes. I'm not expecting him to like you know set the world alight on that first one, um, but I, I think he'll do. Uh, he'll place quite well um, throughout this as well, and make it. Yep, I agree. Uh, cool. Ninth. Uh, I need to double check this. Uh, I don't know why. For some reason, in my head, I think he might be injured, but I don't think he is. Uh, I'm going to butcher his name again. Guillaume Brion, the French. French Guillaume Brion. Gombion, that's it. 
Um, I don't know why for some reason yeah. I, I, I thought he was injured or something. I might have just be making it up in my head. But I've put him in ninth. Um, yeah, so he, again, he had his first games appearance last year. Um, uh, and he finished pretty well in quarters. He came 22nd, I believe, in quarters. Um, but again, mm-hmm. the crossover workout, like basically just... Well, to be fair, the first two workouts actually were his worst finishes by a mile. Uh, he had two. Uh, he had a hundred eighth in the first one and a hundred thirty third in the crossover one. But then his last three were pretty solid. So again, the pressing. You don't know what the factor was for him in that first one. If it was just the wall facing, um, I don't know twenty in this chipper workout. Is that really going to hold him up with all the other parts at play? That's, I don't think it's going to be that. Uh, detrimental and then the crossover workout obviously that's not coming up so i think he stands a good chance of uh qualifying again and getting a second appearance in the games um yeah i think that's a very good shout um i don't have him in my top 11 fair enough because i i think having an off-season training camp with yonikovsky and reggie frasser will have massively um psyched him out mentally because uh, the, the the chat from reggie has just ruined him i you know and he now just you know can't sleep at night he doesn't he doesn't know what he's doing um and he's just <laughs> you can't hack it basically um no i think i i think like as we sort of get to this tail end and we're going to highlight some of the guys who each of us have missing out i think we're going to realize this field is crazily stacked yeah like well, absolutely yeah. In, like it I feel like guys. And, from, well, yeah, I, I know. Oh, sorry, we're just speaking over each other. Well, <laughs> go on, you go. You go. Uh, I was just say, guys from <laughs> nine to uh, fifteen on my list literally all could just change and just all be in different spots. Yeah. So yeah, it's very close. Yeah, and 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 I think the thing I'd say is that you and I both probably err on the side of somebody who has more experience will probably. Um, beat out the person who's never sort of been able to perform at a high level in person competition that we've seen. Um, so uh, hence why you tend to sort of see people with multiple games appearances making their way up the, um, up the table of people who are getting there. Um, yep. who, do you yes. have in, who did you have in uh, ninth then? Uh, all this openings. All right cool <laughs> yeah we're, we're on the same page yeah, yeah uh right moving on to 10th then well i had uh bron so i mean similar to ben's point about the snatch stuff like that's obviously is where he's gonna make up a lot of his points um well only on well yeah get, get the win on the max one and then again depends how it's scored if it's a 50 point won't be as beneficial but if it's a 100 point that's gonna help him a lot and then again as ben said Ron has claimed he's going all in on his CrossFit now. So I'm expecting him to take things from the lad. Um, so, yeah, if that's true, uh, yeah, I don't know. He should do all right. I and don't know what I have to say. I, he's, he's pretty solid. And if he's actually taking his CrossFit more seriously now, there's no reason he uh, won't be uh, doing well in his workouts. And and I think the the thing that we're probably both thinking in this whether consciously or subconsciously, is that these workouts are very much written for people who their um, the limiter is going to be a skill or your muscular, your localized muscle endurance for a particular skill, as opposed to 
how long can you keep your heart rate at 180, 190? You know, like aside from the last event and the first event, like all the other events are very much that there's, there's limiters in there of muscle endurance. And I think Braun would tend to do quite well with those, if I'm being entirely honest. But I've, I've then just remembered that we've got a run uh, and snatch. So like you could probably say it's more that as well. But I think the shorter the event, the probably the better it is for him. Yeah. Well, even that last one, he's going to sit at the heart rate. And then it doesn't matter. The last one, the last one's pretty much a sprint and high output. Yeah. And he'll be very good on the machine. The bag's going to be nothing to him. And it's just 20 toes of bar three times. So I think he'll do all right on that last one as well. Yeah, exactly. Uh, who do you have in 10 then? I have Victor Hoffer in 10th. Ooh. <laughs> Interesting. Uh this like completely goes against the logic that I've been applying <laughs> to everything at this point. Um, he has put together some strong online performances, but we have yet to really see that in person. Dubai, he did not place that well. Um, he placed 13th in Dubai um, against what is ostensibly like just this field of athletes, plus minus a couple of others. Um, so we've yet to see him like sort of do it in person, but we know that he's got, he's got some strengths that he can highlight and he can showcase here, which is a lot of the gymnastic stuff. So I'd expect to see him do quite well. Um, the, the only sort of downside I would say is that he's not that strong. Yeah, well, you, well, not yet. You say that. I just see a bit of him snatching like 127.5 when he's like 20 years old. So I'm like, fair play. But yeah, relative to the level of competition he's competing at, yeah, he's not a strong boy yet. Um, no. Yeah, so I might hold him back a bit uh, in these tests. Um, cool. Right. Number 11, the last spot. Well, I'll go first then. I went with Reggie Fasser. I think we're going to get... <laughs> A UK man back to the games first since will be 2015, won't it? So that'll be eight years. I mean, um, I mean, <laughs> depends depends what you mean. I mean, Sharonky oh, did well, make the games technically. Oh, yeah, okay, okay, yeah, yeah, okay. Sorry, yeah. Te- uh, so person, somebody, somebody, somebody else also <laughs> at Madison. It will be the first. Well, I, well, yeah, first time ever at Madison as an individual because uh, Steve was there yeah. at uh, Carson. So. There you go. Yeah. Some real history. Steve, Steve and Phil. We'll there say Steve and so, Phil. Um, yeah, I think Reggie's going to do it. Um, obviously, he's changed like his training camp slash program, whatever you want to call it. And I don't know. It seems like he's making good strides. Um, yeah, I think he's going to get a spot this year. I've really only put him in 11th just because there were so many good names ahead of him. But I wouldn't be surprised if he finished a bit higher even, to be honest with you. Like, even the 8th or something, I would not be actually too shocked. Like, I think he's definitely improved a lot. So, yeah, exciting times. Um, yeah, be cool to see him get there. Oh, I'm, I'm very close. To, I'm, I'm close to changing. <laughs> I'm so close to changing. Uh, I've gone Enrico Zanoni. <laughs> <laughs> that was so laboured. They've gone against your boy, <laughs> Alex Cthulhu's. <laughs> I do, yeah, Alex to us isn't making it. Um, yeah, as a max snatch, Alex to us isn't making it. Um, yeah, Enrico's already, we've already talked about him. Uh, I think I'll do quite well. But uh, I think if we then list off like the other five 
or six mm. guys that we expect to be in that race. Um, I yeah. if if we just scroll through the overall leaderboard, I'm expecting Anjol Akai to be involved mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. I'm expecting Luka Dukic to be involved. Yeah. Definitely expecting Reggie and Harry Lightfoot potentially to be involved. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like every year there's one or two people who do very well at quarters, but then don't turn up for the in-person. And unfortunately, I think Harry might be one of those people this year. But I'd like to be proven wrong. You never know. Imagine if we get two two guys from the UK get there. That'd be pretty crazy. Um, only, only, only happened in 2019. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, <laughs> did I mean 2020? Um, sorry. Do, 2020. Mean, uh, do I mean 2020? Yeah. I do mean 2020, yeah, not yeah. 2019. But yeah, 2020. same, same point. Yeah, yeah. point yeah, taken, yeah. but still. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, no, I agree. Yeah, I had, uh, so yeah, my outside just on the edge, I had Alex Gutierrez in 12th. I had uh, Victor Hoffman in 13th. I had Henrik Hapalan in 14th. I had Luka Dukic in 15th. But as you see, like, these names are, they're no, like, chumps. They're pretty good. Like, they, it would not be surprising to see them make it. So, yeah, the men's side on the out. I mean, same as the women. Like it's very stacked on the on the border, which I think is showing the benefits of having like these super semis. Um, yeah. I know it'd be really interesting to see how it all plays out though when it comes down to like watching it in terms of other like, heats. Because obviously, you know, back in the day it was really exciting when there's only five spots and you have a heat of ten, so you know, three or four people in that heat have a chance of going if they do well. Mm. Whereas mm. in these heats, is it going to be a heat of twenty? Or is it still going to be here of 10 where all those 10 are actually technically in a qualifying spot and you've got guys that she's sitting on the sidelines who in the heat before maybe put up a good time and now they're just waiting to see if their score or time was good enough. So it's going to be an interesting dynamic when it comes down to it. Um, but yeah, I don't know how that's going to work. So it'll be interesting to see what happens when we get down to it. Um, any other names you want to shout out who we uh, should be looking out for? I think, um, I like, and I, I hate to keep going on about this, but until we sort of know exactly what the scoring is going to look like for the snatch events, it's going to be pretty tough for us to sort of make a um, a logical conclusion as to who we think is going to do quite well. Um, mm. I, I like again, I wouldn't be surprised to see Reggie involved. Um, I wouldn't be surprised to see Yellow Hoster involved um he did very he came fourth on the final event with the rope climbs and the deadlifts he's very strong as an athlete um but his press lets him down so had that workout three in quarterfinals just been clean so i think he'd been fine um but he's, he's got a very good snatch uh, he was at french throwdown last year uh unfortunately um messed it up on the final event uh and so ended up i think coming second if memory serves um but i think he'll do quite well um and, and i think it's the thing is that we've got such a deep field of people who have their skills and have their specialties so i'm just curious to sort of see like what sort of placings you need to average to to, to get through mm. um and how how competitive is it going to be you know are you going to have i i don't think you're ever really going to have a runaway winner, um, especially in the European side of things. I, th- yeah. I think you'll have a pack that are able to separate themselves, but I, I can't see 
and this is across both ma the male and female, but I can't see, you know, one person or two people really running away from it. Mm. it. And also having like the field of 60 also just, you know, there's going to play a game in terms of if you have a really bad finish, that's going to be a very bad finish when you've got so many yeah. people. Yeah, yeah. So that is going to play a big factor. So if you really do mess up an event, that could literally be game over already. You'd like you would probably need a win or a top two to like even out. Um, so that is also yeah, like do, a, yeah, unforeseen do, thing that we don't know how it's going to play out yet. Do brace yourself for moving day uh, posts on a Saturday morning from every single individual who's below thirtieth. Because, because, <laughs> but, but I think it's the thing is that I, I think everyone will still think they're in with a shot. Um, yeah, yeah. at that point i mean unless you've taken last in both and it's very clear that you had cheated your way through course finals but yeah. um yeah in terms of uh do you want to go through the sort of uk athletes and how we think they'll do um uh, if you want yeah might as well uh, i think we've already referenced harry lightfoot and reggie fasser um david shrunky was the next placed best placed out of quarterfinals. Um, he's the bigger, a bigger athlete um, and his press isn't that great, but he's very strong. I think he'll do well in Linda. Uh, I think he has the capacity to do quite well on the snatch as well. Um, but I'm very curious to see how he's able to, to rock up. He got 232nd on that workout one for reference and 92nd on the final one as well. So wh where sometimes you see people struggle with the press, but have a really strong pull and are able to uh, sort of hide that in a way um it doesn't seem to uh to showcase that that much um oleg lasenko has pulled out uh, is not something we've referenced yet um he's been dealing with a back injury according to his instagram um and so hasn't been able to train properly and apparently can't move his leg at the moment or something or feel anything in his leg uh, so obviously that's disappointing to see one less UK guy uh, competing. Yeah, well, Tom Kingdom um, as well. I don't know if we ever spoke about that, but yeah, he also well pulled out like maybe a month ago as well. Yeah, another UK guy won't be uh, making an appearance. Yeah, he's gone for wrist surgery, so uh, hopefully that goes well for him and he's able to come back and uh, recover from that injury well as well. Uh, Sam Parkin. Uh, previous 2018 regionals athlete um his best finishing quarters was 55th so interested to see what he can do he's relatively uh he's quite strong um nothing to nothing to shout home about but i think he'll do quite well uh and then steve Fawcett in uh was able to get a backfield spot yep so interested to see how he's able to place Definitely one of the more experienced guys on the field. Um, unfortunately, was unsuccessful at individual, uh, sorry, age group semifinals. So, uh, yeah, looking forward to seeing how he does. Mm. I'd say what, he might do quite well on the snatch one. In the, uh, he'll do quite well, well on the snatch. I think he'll do quite uh, well one. on the overhead squat. Yeah, 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 yeah and yeah, maybe the, the weighted one, the, the ring complex yeah. uh, burpee one. So yeah, like yeah. three decent-ish workouts for him. Cool. Uh, the woman then, if we go back and just look at some of the UK, uh, yeah, ladies. Well, obviously, I think yeah, mentioned... we we touched yeah we touched on Amy, didn't we? Yeah. So obviously, Amy, she'll probably do quite well. 
Um, she finished quite well in quarter, 17th. Um, yeah, it'd be, it'd be amazing if she uh, snuck in there for a top 11, but I do think the level is going to be very tough. But you never know. Um, who was next down there? Uh, Taylor? Taylor. Yeah. Yeah, again, like she'll she'll do well in the strength ones, I think. Um, and yeah, that that final event, a little bit of a sprint, will be good for her as well. Um, she's got a relatively good press as well, so um, I expect to see her do quite well. Um, Jennifer Muir. Hmm. I've, 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 I, I haven't really seen enough of her. Uh, I saw her at Battle for Milligrand a couple of weeks back. Um, was that a couple of months? Was that a month ago now? How long ago was that? Uh, yeah, about a month ago. About a month ago. Um, competing with Ella Wilkinson and looked fairly comfortable going through there. Uh, obviously, her performance was outweighed by... I, I, I think for her this year, it's just about gaining experience. Um and seeing how she stacks up against that field because um, I don't think she's had that opportunity before um, in honesty, considering she's very young within her CrossFit career as well. Yeah. Um, Evie Hollis? Um, she, uh, how many times? How many, she's been to sort of regional semis like fairly consistently for the past couple of years. Uh, she was sixth in 2021 when it was online. 15th at strength and depth last year so if you extrapolate that out that's about a middle of the pack finish um i know she's start uh she's been training a lot with uh jamie simmons out in dubai at crossfit yaz um so interested to see if that's had an impact um on her overall performance as well yeah Cool. Um, is that it? Yeah, I think pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh dear. Stuff. I think I th- like. Yeah, I, th- I think I think we need more spots in Europe, Matt. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I do agree. I think we do at least twelve, <laughs> at least one more spot. But uh, I don't know. We'll, yeah. Well, at least this year with the you know standardized programming, where we can you know compare some times and scores between the regions again. Um and see how it shakes that out. That will be, yeah. I think that that will be heavily weighted towards, um, uh, heavily weighted towards Europe anyway, just because of the fact that it's the final, um, yeah, with the final weekend yeah, it does so yeah, it does make a difference, yeah. So we do have a, if yeah. yeah, if you're comparing compared to other regions, you do have a massive advantage in terms of preparation just knowing the tests yeah. way in advance compared to like, say uh, America East that's coming up this week. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Cool. Well, that is that for this episode. Um, don't really know what we're going to talk about next. I suppose a recap <laughs> when you hear us, I don't know, Ben's going away. So uh, maybe I'll go rogue. And make so a few salty rants. about me having a life outside <laughs> of this. <laughs> um, so I'll maybe go rogue and make some solo ones or get some special guests on and we'll have some fun while Ben's away. <laughs> he can shoot, he can tune in. Um, but yeah, could tune in, send you, send you a message every time you get something wrong. Exactly. There you go. 
Um, <laughs> or complain when you don't cover the teams. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, I don't care about that anyway. <laughs> uh, yeah, cool. Lovely stuff. Right, we'll catch you in the next one. Goodbye. Bye.